church sermon. Church sermon, we decided to record it. We're not doing it live. Cheers, stay hydrated. Cheers. I'm, I'm reusing a bottle. This isn't really green tea. This is a recycling. Um, Shout out to Evoke. Water. I still got my oh. Evoke bottle. Oh, and look, Evoke and Be Free. Together. We are one. We always Together. have been. We always will be. We love Jessica. We love Jess. We love you. Jess. Shout out. Hearts. Mm hmm. Actually, Evoke is the place where you and I first started doing classes together because we thought you had gout, but... <laughs> That's right! <laughs> Jessica was the start of it all! It's her bringing us together. <laughs> don't always believe doctors. No, it, sometimes you don't have gout. <laughs> wow! I actually broke my foot. Yeah. I broke the top of the bone. And because it was like so swollen when I did the uh, x-ray, it looked just like a thing instead of a break. And then they told me I had gout. Wow. But that's not what we're dealing with at this time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that came up. We just think of random things. How's everybody doing? We hope everyone's good. I hope you liked our dancing. Yeah. There's this some Sunday. joy to find in the world. Yeah, room. I'm going to start doing it outside of my deck once it gets super nice. And that'll be fun. That would be great. Yes. So... Some things to share. For those who want to go inward a little bit and kind of make this into something constructive, there's some deconstruction going on in our lives. Huge deconstruction. Deconstruction that we never really thought could possibly even happen. We've been coasting on a lot of, um, I mean, not all of us, all, we all have our ups and downs, but for the most part, we were probably most of us were in routines that we think define us and who we are. I personally have been through a big rediscovery of who I am already, and so this doesn't scare me. I like these kinds of opportunities to rethink things, so there's a positive and a negative whenever something happens, and there's fear and oh, love and everything that happens, so oh, the fear is whoa, it's so destabilizing, uh, wow, um, you know, obviously the toll that it could take on our family members or loved ones is scary. Those are all legitimate fears and we all deal with it differently. Some people automatically find the silver lining. Some people are good problem solvers. I, it brings out some strengths in people too, but it also brings out our weakness in, in that we don't necessarily, we have defined ourselves a lot by what we do and who we are to other people. Mm -hmm. That was deep, say that again. We have defined ourselves by what we do and who we are to other people. So yeah. especially people who are like empathic, we often think that we are there to help everyone else. And we forget about ourselves. I fall in that trap. <laughs> this one, me. So in that case, but that's not the case for everyone, but I think that's who we're speaking to a little bit right now. If you don't relate to that, you might know somebody that would relate to that, so it might help you understand them. But yeah, that was kind of one of my thoughts. Like I was trying to think, because I feel like, especially because social media is our main way of communicating now, it's getting a little rough out there, everybody. <laughs> it really um, is, it's hard. <laughs> and, and I understand why, to some degree, and I hear the fear. And I, I always I see the too. fear behind what is 
being put out there, we're fearing that other people are ruining it for others. We're feeling, I don't know. Some people are being very happy and productive and positive, and I really appreciate that. I feel like some that, people don't like that shows some leadership, but that can be seen as or interpreted as being like somehow insulting to other people. And I, I think that's, I think we need to rethink that because I don't think that's the intention. And I think it's okay to just say what it brings up for you without yeah. actually throwing anger at other people. I think that's pulling out a higher level of ourselves and our own humanity in times where it is difficult like that. Yeah, we really, we really need each other during this time. And I know because Facebook seems to be like our only way of connecting to people, it also becomes a source of pain because then our fear really gets thrown out there on there to the world and um, it just becomes hard. So I think that, um, I think your word opportunity is incredible because fear, fear is real. I mean, there's, what we're faced with right now is a lot of fear. Um, all my coaching clients are going to laugh because I always tell them that fear is not real, right? <laughs> the reason I say that is, because some, you know you're bringing up something that is causing your body to react in fear and it's, it depends on whether that's in the present moment or not right so we're in the present moment right now where there's actual fear however you just want to make sure that just some of the stuff that it's bringing up could be related to other things so a lot of this has brought up stuff for me you know I see all the telling Christy all these memes about you know alcoholism and all this kind of stuff you know, why is my best friend right now? Da, da, da. And I'm super fearful, a couple reasons about that. A, because when you mix isolation, depression, and anxiety, and past trauma with wine, <laughs> it's the biggest or beer, hour. Or beer. Or of any type. Um, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a scary, scary path. Um, and addiction's forever. You don't, you don't, you can die from it, and uh, you won't come back from it. Or you can, not, let me say that, I came back from it. So you can, but, you know, my life is at risk at all times. You know, this could, this is, but that was my fear. So in a roundabout saying that I was getting so angry at all these people posting all these memes, right? It had nothing to do with them. And lots of them are people that I love that drink. I, you know, do you. People that are day drinking, let fucking have at it. If I could, I would. <laughs> right? So I had to recognize that was my own shit, right? It was my own fear of my own stuff that I had worked really hard to, you know, get stable and whatever, and this is threatening that. So doesn't mean I'm gonna relapse, doesn't mean any of that. It just means it brought that up. I had to look that in the face, take a deep breath and be like, that has nothing to do with me. They're not posting to me. They're nothing to do with me. You know, enjoy on. Anyway, that was my example. Yeah. <laughs> I, and on the other hand, it's good to look at, like, what are we using as a band-aid to placate ourselves or to, not, not that we want to take those things away, but just be mindful of it and know that if it could be destructive to you, that it's something you might want to look at. But it's not for me to judge that. It's not for anyone else to judge it. I just want to be that voice that says, hey, maybe there's a different way to deal with, with it than something that could be self-destructive. Um, right. And not to, again, place judgment because we have all been there. We have used thing, substances or food or whatever it is. Um, there's an addiction to anything, even social media. Like there's so anything that can light up your brain with dopamine can be addictive. So, um, uh, but we try to find balance in life. That's a hard thing to find right now when you're off 
balance. It really is, yeah, because you're balancing like kids and then trying to do some type of work and then trying to take care of yourself and then, you know, trying to make dinner. Like, who cares a shit about dinner right now? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, trying to get outside, but like keep social distance and be responsible. That's a lot to balance right now. And it really you, is. If you think about this as sort of like, I think of it kind of like a car accident. You get, Something happens really quickly, boom, and there's the immediate effects, and then there's all the trickle-down effects, and that's what we're all feeling and fearful of, and we don't know how that's going to happen. And in some cases, there's been uh, relief, and I see humanitarian things happening, which makes me mm. hopeful. Um, that we still live in a civilized type of society. I do want to share one thing that I thought was interesting. There was an anthropologist that said something about the, the first time we knew that there was compassion and civilization was when they saw a bone that had been put together because in the wildlife, okay, this is a little far out there, but follow me. In wildlife, like in the animal kingdom, if you have a broken leg, you, you aren't going to survive but the first time someone helped another human being when they were wounded basically I'm come bringing it all back around <laughs> with me. so helping each other when we're wounded emotionally physically that's the sign of civilization mm. and when we feel out of control and we feel like civilization is crumbling around us that's what keeps us connected I have a quote I want to read it. It is from an article by Charles Eisenstein. Oh, I was thinking, yes. Um, called Corona, I forgot what it was called. Coron, coronation. Yes, Coronation. <laughs> coronation. All right, and if this is, the whole article is actually very philosophical if you're into like the philosophical it's ramifications. It's brilliant, by the way. And it offers a lot of hope. But one of the quotes that I read that hit, struck me was, every act of compassion, kindness, courage, or generosity heals us from the story of separation, which is what we are feeling, separation, because it assures both actor and witness that we are in this together. Mm. Isn't that love hopeful it. and comforting? So I loved that. Yeah. And in that spirit, I also wanted to plug someone who did some ph photography for us for Fit Fat Chat. So oh, yeah. if you see the cover of uh, Fit Fat Chat, she took that photo shoot and we did a little cartoonization of it. Salty Broad. So Salty Broad Studios, Christine, and I've never said your last name out loud. <laughs> Hotchkepel? Hotchkepel? I'm so sorry. She's doing a project and I want to encourage anybody on the Cape, but literally anyone who's listening to us even outside this, what a cool project this is. An example of somebody who is taking her talent and doing something with it. So she's not letting this destabilize what she does. She's actually embracing it and making it part of what she's doing. So she's independently documenting how Cape Cod is coming together during the COVID-19 crisis by photographing charitable and inspirational activities, large and small, as a public service. She actually has, she has a Mass State Police ID and her work is de deemed essential. So oh, she can go to places awesome. that some people can't. And she's already taken some pictures that for yeah. me to just look at the picture. So she's using her art, her talent, um, and bringing to light how people are acting. And to me, that's like super hopeful. Again, yeah. it's what civilization is about. Um, it's what we can do. 
and I just loved it. So if you have any ideas, there are examples of her taking pictures of people delivering to the hospitals, any equipment that they've donated, people visiting their grandmothers or grandfathers in nursing homes through a window. The sun, um, so yeah, um, businesses that have put positive signs out on their window. You should think about doing that, or maybe on your window here, oh, something positive for the community. Oh, yeah. See, you get ideas. Like, that's what I love. Good. We can write a whole yeah. thing. We can do hearts and rainbows and all kinds of things. So yeah. maybe Blessing can work on that, too. <laughs> I see we're just, like, this is what I love. I love when something positive can spark other people to do yeah. positive things. Yeah. So. Also, I would encourage people to seek out Facebook groups that are doing positive things. There's a there lot of things like That made me really happy because sometimes, like, again, I'm in the normal. If you just keep scrolling, it can be pretty depressing <laughs> and, and pretty, for me, irritating. Some people, uh, yeah, I just don't thrive on that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's hard. So, anyway. Yeah, Cape Camo, shout out to you guys who are doing the masks. Yeah, like, You saw those um, using yeah. the material for the hospitals and stuff. So Apparently there are patterns and things Gorgeous. that you can follow. Yeah. And if and you do know how to sew, I don't know how to sew, so yeah, that's not going to be mine. That's just not a talent I have. No. I mean, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what, what we're doing is we're trying to not keep the fitness stuff going yeah, for you guys. The we, stuff I can do, I'm going to do. Because she knows that her whole business is founded on movement, mindfulness, and Joy. fun! And Joy! Fun! All that! And that doesn't change now. It no, changes. It doesn't, in fact, format. it just. It changes how yeah. creative we gotta be about it. But, that changes. but yeah, the mission remains. It remains. Speaking of, I have added a Sunday night check in every week so that. Um, which is tonight. Which is tonight. So <laughs> Sunday night at 8 every week, I'm just gonna do a check in. We're just gonna go around and say how you're doing. Um, could be anybody in the Be Free Rockstars, could be anybody, um, obviously donation-based, everything is donation-based now, so you can donate right through the website. But we'll do just like a check-in for anyone that needs a check-in, needs to be seen, be heard, get some thoughts, and then I'll do a meditation to wrap it up and give you some really positive stuff to start your week, because I think that is something, when I get stuck in what can I do, it's again to use the talents that I have built in this business, so that was something I could do. I could also, I was getting really frustrated about people who were Hold coming. on. Oh. Because people might not realize she's not just an amazing dancer. She's actually a licensed clinical a social worker. Person. Is that your actual title? I don't want to Yes. Okay. <laughs> licensed clinical social worker. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So I have that going on. So don't here. forget that just because of her amazing dancing yes. skills. I mean, I was a yoga instructor. <laughs> <laughs> yoga like, 200 hours of yoga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Basically, there's a certification she has it, so just so you know. Um, I got them all. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I was also getting really uh, frustrated by just the impact of um, people in addiction in this time. Like, I totally understand what's happening. So, Sunday nights are going to be check-in weekly, and then um, I'm going to start doing some recovery yoga. So, that was the way that I could put into action how to help some of you because I know there's a lot of you that have relapsed as a result of this. A lot of you that are super fearful that you're going to and the best way that I can help support you is to check in with you and then get your bodies moving as a result of healing so that you can um, continue that. So it's going to be two times a week through Zoom. Um, I will get the schedule up hopefully by the end of the meeting tonight. So thank you. So remember don't stay stuck just because you're stuck. Love and light. Make it.